This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. In this special episode of the Jim Stroud podcast, I break away from my typical format to chat with Katrina Collier, candidate engagement specialist, world-renowned public speaker, and my friend. As only we can, we discuss robots replacing recruiters, the four-day workweek possibility, and cell phone addiction during one of the sunniest days in London. <laughs> Tune in for all the fun. But before I do, I want to share um, a quick shout out of support for one of my listeners via the Anchor FM app. It really, really made my day. I just felt compelled to share it with you. So tune in to this and then Katrina right after that. Hey, Jim. Uh, uh, thank you for getting back to me. I appreciate it. Um, just want to say thank you. I'm a big fan. I always uh, follow your podcast. Uh, you've been inspiring me lately. Uh, by the way, I'm just uh, recording this message to you all the way from Africa, Ethiopia. And happy to hear more from you and looking forward to your next episode. Um, thank you. Keep up the good work. Hello, everyone. Jim Stroud here from the Jim Stroud Podcast. I am speaking to you live and direct from London, England. Yay! So excited. I am hanging out with a good friend of mine, Katrina Collier, who has a book coming out. And I know you guys are going to run out and buy it because it's going to be awesome! (laughs) So, (laughs) Katrina, introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Katrina Collier, soon to be author. I'm a candidate engagement specialist and my book that's coming out is called The Robot Proof Recruiter, which is all about putting the human before the technology so that recruiters can't be replaced. Nice, nice. Um, You know what? I'm glad you said that because there's a lot of fear from a lot of recruiters who think that robots and automation is going to take their job away. What would you say to them? I would say that I don't think we're yet at a stage where that's going to happen. But I do think that people are sick of the spam and the automation is often a lot of the spam. So if the recruiters go, okay, I'm going human first all the time. I'm going to use the technology to create better experience for my candidates from like the beginning to the end and through the entire employee experience and out the other side. If you put the technology in place to make that better for the human and then they'll be fine. I do think their roles have got a hell of a lot bigger though. Hmm. So if it's... It's a lot more complicated, so they can't just sit in their bubble hiding behind a LinkedIn recruiter license, sending spam emails and stuff like that. They need to get out and go, oh, wow, okay, what's really going on? What technology do I need to be embracing? How can I improve that candidate experience? What can I do better? It's funny to say that. I think people in the baby boomer or baby boomer, Generation X. (laughs) I'm not a baby boomer. Which we're both in. (laughs) Generation X. Those kind of uh, interpersonal skills, I think they come natural Mm -hmm. to our... uh, Generation, yeah. But I think a lot of the millennials are struggling with that. Has that been your observation? 
Okay, well, you know I'm very anti-generational typecasting uh, in general. Okay. However, I do think because they've grown up with technology in their hand, they're, they're just so used to sending a text or sending a WhatsApp or, you know, sending a quick video, they don't really get two-way engagement as much. But then that could also just be a lack of experience from being young as well. So... But I do feel, you know, as I'm writing the book, it does feel like I'm reminding people how to be human, which, of course, for our age group, we grew up before technology kind of t- took over. You know, I, mean, I remember going, OK, Jim, I'm going to meet you at this time and this place. And we had no way to pick up a phone and text each other and check you were going to be there. You were just there at that time. You True. Know? Whereas now it's this constant reliance. True. You know, we've been walking around London, haven't we, pulling up maps, sharing <laughs> photos, you know. Yeah. But it's that... It's the two-way communication that I think does need improving. You know, one thing I do notice, though, I keep calling it generational, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm being generation biased. You <laughs> That's know. because I'm the most millennial Gen X you'll ever met. <laughs> but people don't always look at each other in the face anymore, I notice. No. When they're talking to each other, like we're sitting at a table, we're, we're eating um, uh, scones and coffee or whatever we're eating. Mm. And you look over to the next table and... Uh, millennials again they're looking at each other they're talking to each other but they're on their phones yeah. talking even though they're right next to each other which is kind of weird I mean is, is that just my observation Do you no, see that? I mean I had a really funny experience uh, probably oh, I don't know some point last year and there was a couple sitting in this restaurant and she would look up and he'd be in his phone and then he'd look up and she was in a phone and <laughs> so they weren't talking and eventually I just thought, oh, this is ridiculous. And I walked over and turned their phones over to talk to each other and they actually then spent the rest of the night talking to each other. But it took someone else to break the addiction and it is an addiction. The mm. phones are impacting our dopamine. Sure. And that's what's making us, the constant notifications feel like we have to constantly be connected and well you know they were created to be addictive absolutely you know i I think i forget forget the person's name but he uh was the founder of napster he's affiliated with facebook in the beginning as well and he said as much that these facebook uh was designed to be addictive and And god only knows what it does to our kids yeah well, I mean, I, I find it addictive enough. My phone is always within reach. And if it's not, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm freaking out. Where is it? But, I mean, a lot of that is also because I run a business, so I need to make sure that I'm contactable. Sure, um, sure. But it is, it is a complete addiction. I'm wondering if there needs to be a societal outcry big enough to make a change. And I, and I say that because I'm thinking about at one point, um, in the States, I got to keep mm. in mind that I'm overseas here. Uh, <laughs> in the States, it was a definite no-no to be smoking. We have, you know, for at one point, everybody was smoking in the office yeah. all over the place. And then this big no smoking policy started uh, entering into the workplace and also into restaurants and the public square, that kind of thing. And eventually, uh, although there are still smokers, no doubt, mm. but it's not at the levels that it used to be. So I'm wondering, would it take something like that for people to get past these internet addictions where there's a Wi-Fi free space? Yeah, I mean, that would be really quite interesting to see the impact of it. And I think if you talk about it from a work-life balance point of view, yeah, my work is in my pocket. So, you know, a while back my mother would be saying something like, why aren't you in touch? And I'm like, you work nine to five. She had an hour for lunch. She lived five minutes from work. So she would leave her work at work and actually go home for lunch and wow. sit for an hour. And it's like, you can't do that now. Your work is in your pocket and there's no switch off time. 
So I think with companies starting to go, wow, actually our employees aren't being as productive because they're constantly exhausted, because they're working late, because they're constantly being interrupted. Actually, in that respect, I do think there will start being a backlash. Will it be Wi-Fi free zones? That is very hard to say. Wi-Fi free zones. (laughs) I'm not sure. But I do think that companies will start going, no, we really want you to go home and be home. You know what? In that vein, I've been reading articles about this, um, about a four-day work week. And I, I I don't remember where I read it, but... I remember reading how at least one company that was doing that were saying how it was productive, yeah. especially during the summertime. Uh, so you get all your work done in four days and you, know, you get your fifth day free. Why not? Well, um, Kelly Swingler, who's at Chrysalis Consulting, so she runs her own business. I think they're, they're not a huge company. They have just implemented it this year. Okay. And she's got quite a few blogs on her LinkedIn profile where you can actually read their journey. Because it's a quite an adjustment for them mm. not checking into their phone to see what's going on and just answering that email. Sure, sure. So, sure. and again, because they run their own business, it's like, wait, hang on, I need to be contactable. But it is, it's an addiction. I wonder how many people listening to this podcast right now would take the challenge of turning off their phone at a certain time of day. Let's say 6 o'clock to midnight or between 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., your phone is off. Could people do that? I couldn't do that. You couldn't do that? No. I like watching, like, tweeting and stuff while I'm watching TV. While you're TV. watching TV? Yeah. yeah I'm guilty And that's actually that. when I realised I needed very focus because I couldn't do the two. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, very addictive. And it's funny, and I really notice it if I'm watching a foreign film and there's subtitles, mm-hmm. and it's suddenly, oh, wow, I'm so in my phone, I have no idea what's happened. Well, you know, so, so. it depends on what TV show it is because some shows I don't want to be spoiled, so if I miss a season premiere or a season finale or an episode of some show and then the next day I'm checking Twitter and I see people talking about mm. the show and I'm like oh you spoiled it for yeah. me I didn't see it that yet you know so but I, do, I mean I do think we need to bring it back into balance but at the same time I'd be lost without my phone and it, it awes me you know I travel this planet on my own and I can get onto the internet anywhere in the world there's no problem you know I been deep as dark as Africa and South America, no problem, straight into the 4G, straight onto the internet, it's just no problem. And I would miss almost that security blanket, that certainty of like where am blanket. I, yeah. where am I heading, okay, there's a map, this is where I'm at, this is where I'm going to. Um, and so I, yeah, I feel spoiled that I've got it. Do you sleep next to your phone? Is your phone I next do. to you? Is that my brain getting radiated? Well, you know, I, I don't know, possibly, but it would happen to us both because I do the same thing. <laughs> it's an alarm clock. Yeah. yeah. It's a torch when the dogs need to go out. It is. It, it's like constantly, I'm currently sitting on it while you're recording on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> we are sitting outside in the sunshine. Yes, it is sunny in London. It's always sunny in London. On the Thames. <laughs> like, we should, we should definitely make sure there's a photo to go with this podcast of where we are. Yeah. Why can we do that? Because 4G. So, so you, don't, you don't foresee a future where people will just say, you know what? I'm going to just put away... My phone, my 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 Insta, whatever, my iPad, whatever. I think, and just go out in nature for a while. I think people are already doing that. I mean, there's digital detoxes, and there are people yeah. who aren't. You know, they'll go. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not. You know, not everybody feels the need to be connected. And again, going back to the generational typecasting bollocks, as I call it, that there are some people who are really into using technology and being connected, and others just aren't. No matter what age. So I, I yes, I do think it will increase. When they realize there's a health risk with it. Yeah, but even so, I mean, it's a health risk with cigarettes, but 
people still smoke. That's addictive. See, so is the it's, phone. Yeah. But it's much easier to give up nicotine than it is to give up your phone. Wow. Having done both. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. It is easier to give up nicotine than to give up. I wonder if it's easier to give up sugar than your phone. Interesting. <laughs> this is one of the things I'll be pondering about when this when this podcast is over, which it will be in just a moment. But I want to thank you, Katrina Call, thank you for you. being on my podcast. Thank you for having me on the I podcast. I feel so special. Well, you should feel special. You're a special person. <laughs> Okay. All right, guys, we're going to finish enjoying uh, sunny London, and we'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. That was really cool. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started. Bonjour. This is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. I'm Andrew Pryor, and every week I bring you the wonderful and fabulous people involved in French food, whether they're here in France like me or from around the world. Each week, we dive into a specific topic, be it a French dish, an ingredient, or a French cuisine cooking technique. My guests are all about French food. So come join me on Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. Bon app.